0: Welcome to the Fab Life Podcast, where you can reach your potential, listen with an open mind and an open heart, and get ready to have a transformation. So excited to be here discussing one of the most popular topics right now that we're seeing in America and around the world, and that is burnout. You know, the stress levels are getting so out of hand from financial stress, relationship stress, economic stress, political stress, you name it. We got stress all around us. So what happens when all of a sudden your body just can't give anymore? Your mind can't give anymore and you burn out. Well, today I have the distinct pleasure of interviewing uh, an author, the leading expert that I know in burnout and also an amazing doctor that has been practicing for years helping people as a chiropractor in Salt Lake City, Utah. Uh, Jeff, it's so great to meet you. Thank you so much to, for being with us in this amazing podcast.
1: Thanks, Fab. It's really uh, an honor and a pleasure to be here.
0: Well, you know, Jeff, one of the things that I know Is that most people, when they look at your success and the amount of contributions that you've had out there in bringing so much value to so many thousands of patients, you know, everybody probably thinks that you've had it easy. And you've had, uh, you know, you became a doctor, you've been successful for a long time. But tell me a little bit about why this topic of burnout and how is it that you came across in really writing about it so well in one of my favorite books? which is Overcoming Burnout, uh, which you created.
1: Well, um, you know, I, this isn't a topic that I really wanted to become an expert in. <laughs> this is something that, uh, that I sort of had to live through and experience. Uh, and and I, at that point, or at a certain point, I felt very driven to write about this, to write about my experiences. The book, as you know is a little too personal. It tells, it tells, so don't judge me harshly when you read. It just tells a little, little too much insight into me. But, but uh, yeah, I, I ended up going through some very extreme health issues. And um, while at the same time I was, you know, very much involved in my practice and in, and in my social life and in, and in the community, and I experienced burnout on a very, very deep level. And that experience of figuring out what that was all about, why I had gone through that, um, and how I was going to get my life back was really the journey that brought me to where I'm at right now to talk about burnout. It is so much more complex than the, than the average person would think.
0: So tell me a little bit about how does it start? You know, how, how can somebody recognize that maybe if they keep going the way they're going, they may end up burning out? So what are some of the signs that we should be looking for? Well, you know, it
1: starts, it starts out. We think, you know, we just get too busy. Now I'm tired and I'm burned out. But in reality, the, the underlying factors that bring somebody to burnout are actually much deeper and, uh, and much more the same for each of us, if that makes any sense. So I just finished uh, writing and I'm presenting to print the chiropractic edition of burnout. But, uh, as I'm describing chiropractic and all of the unique things to our profession and why some of the doctors burn out, what it boils down to is the same thing as the accountant. It's the same thing as the housewife. It's, they're all the same things on the root level. And so that's what we all got to get to. And that's why the seven steps of rekindling the fire works for everybody. The seven steps of, of, of becoming passionately engaged in your life, that works for everybody. So, yeah, you know, it starts out with things like, um, well, to me, I mean, can, I, can I just be really blunt? Yes, please. We start off our lives in the care of people who love us. We are instructed from ages zero to nine or zero to 11, depending on who you read. That's our core programming of who we are, how we judge ourselves, how we see our place in the community, what we think brings value to us as a person. And we saw those lessons and understood and interpreted those things through our child minds. And then to take it one step deeper, the people who loved us and were teaching us those lessons were flawed as well because they got those lessons while they were children and saw through their childlike minds. So what that means is we've misinterpreted these things that make us the most important, the things that bring the most value to us as a person. We've completely misunderstood those. And so most of us, Bury those things down inside that make us special. And we walk around the world trying to be the person we thought we were supposed to be. And that is the beginning of burnout right there. And that's something that we all face.
0: You know, it's so funny because I often think about it when I talk to my children. Is you, one of the things that is the most exhausting is pretending. Mm. Pretending to be something you're not. And it starts in the early ages because you surround yourself with friends that you have to pretend you like certain foods. You got to pretend you like certain fashion. You like to pretend you like certain music. And after a while, it's exhausting because you, you, you just realize that it takes all this energy, you know, uh, to be able to, to do that instead of just being
1: who you are. You know, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. So we take those lessons when we're kids, pretending to like certain things, pretending to be certain kinds of people, and we bring those ideas into adulthood with us. And each of us is striving for success. Success as a mom, success as a businessman. And the definitions of success have been given to us by somebody else. And so most of us, when I go out and speak, I'll say, what's the definitions of success? And they'll tell me it's a nice car and it's a lot of money it's a big house but for very few of us is that really the case most of us success isn't that at all success for most of us is to raise a happy family to spend quality time with them to have experiences and to just relish the time spent with people relationships that's really what success is for most of us but that's what we sacrifice to go after the other things so it doesn't matter if we get a big house and a fancy car and a lot of money or not because for most of us, we're miserable either way because that wasn't the thing that was really important to us in the first place. So that's one of the things we discussed in the book is how do we define what success is to us? How do we figure out what our hierarchy of values are so that we can go after those things, design our life around those things, and, and really remember who we were when we were young and make that person into the adult we want to be today, and that's for happiness and peace and excitement. And the word joy, that's where lasting joy is really found.
0: So, you know, if we're listening right now and we're feeling a little bit burnout, uh, what is one story that you wrote about that you were very passionate about in sharing it? And I know you got very personal with your stories. but What's (laughs) one story that will give us a great understanding as to how you implemented some things in order to get you out of this burnout state?
1: Yeah, I don't want to tell you any of the sad stories about you know how my health was lost and you know I, I I you you know full well that I received a kidney from my sister that was life saving and that that some of those experiences I went through were were very difficult and really those were some low points as far as burnouts concerned. But one of the stories that I like best to kind of show you is I had had a particularly difficult week at work. I mean, a partic- particularly difficult week at work. And, you know, I live in northern Utah up in, up in the mountains and, and we don't have a long motorcycle riding time frame. So the weather broke. It was sunny. It was in March of last year, in fact. And I jumped on my Harley Davidson and I headed up the canyon. And this story is in the book in great detail, but I headed up the canyon and I just I just needed to feel the wind in my face. And I needed to feel that cool air. But as I traveled up this canyon, I could see in my, my mirrors a nasty storm was blowing right up through the place I had come. And so I had to wimp out and turn around the bike and head back down the canyon. And no sooner had I turned around and begun coming back down this two-lane highway when, um, when the weather struck. And I don't know if you've been on a motorcycle, Fab, when it's, when it's cold and raining, but it's like these little pins and needles are striking you in the face. And, and it was miserable. And I got so mad because I thought, why did I ever enjoy this as a kid? And then I just sort of had this change of heart. And I remembered why I remembered, why I loved it as a kid. And I thought, this extreme experience is just what I need to unload all of the burdens of the week. And I turned up the stereo full blast. And I sang the songs with you know, the top of my lungs. And all the people that I passed were just waving and laughing because I was, I was singing and I was all dressed in my leathers looking the part of the tough uh, Harley Davidson man. But what I was singing were show tunes. And on, and on that stereo I was singing some of the soundtrack to The Greatest Showman. And if you remember the, if you remember the message in that show is it's, you know, I'm not ashamed to be me. And I was singing that at the top of my lungs. And that is one of the lessons that, that you have to take into your life. You've got to embrace who you really are. And if that means you've got to be a doofus writing a Harley Davidson singing show tunes, you just need to embrace it, you need to own it. And that's those kinds of things that start to tear away at burnout and, 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 and bring you back to a normal life. A life or, or what I would like to be our normal life, but a life of a passion.
0: Thank you so much. Uh, we're going to be right back with Dr. Jeff Norman, and we're
1: talking today about overcoming burnout.
0: Welcome back, everybody, to the Fab Life podcast, where we have today Dr. Jeff Norman from uh, Utah, Uh, one of the leading experts in overcoming burnout and also an author of the book, Overcoming Burnout. And uh, Jeff, you, you have been so enlightening in sharing with us information about how to recognize when maybe somebody is in that state where they're having a little bit of a burnout. It happens to all of us in which we just go, go, go. It's like always give the visual. It's like running on a treadmill, but not being able to stop you're going to fall down and you're going to hurt yourself. And that's what typically happens. You know, our bodies are not designed to be on a stress level for a long period of time. I mean, we can handle stress that is short term, but when we keep it long term, then the body breaks down. Emotionally, we already know that many of the reasons that people are depressed today is because the average human being has about 60,000 thoughts and 90% of those thoughts are the same thoughts you had the day before, and 80% of them are negative in nature. So we're constantly repeating the thoughts that are wearing us out in our mindset, and we get exhausted. Uh, But Jeff, you've been talking a little bit about your personalization. What are some of the other things that you feel that people can do right now if they're feeling that they are uh, getting a little bit to that point of becoming so stressed that they may be on the verge of breaking down
1: yeah that's a really good question because there's no doubt that one of the main reasons that we that we do break down that we do burn out is because we're trying to do too much and and it's not just we're trying to be do too much because of if, if all of those things we were passionate about it would it, we would have a lot more longevity but it gets to the point where we feel like everything we're doing is for someone else and all the decisions we make are made by someone else. And that's very exhausting. So one of the things that we talk about in the book, and it's actually, that's not, those aren't the beginning steps uh, that we talk about in the book, but, but we have to start scheduling downtime. We have a whole chapter just on daily rituals. And everybody has daily rituals, whether they know it or not. Now, some guys, their daily ritual is to sit in front of the television and eat Cheetos that they find between the couch cushions. You know, that's a ritual, whether they realize it or not. But we can actually design a set of daily rituals that uh, fill up our bucket. And if we're not continually filling up our bucket, it, it runs dry because that's what our daily routines do, our daily uh, responsibilities, is we give of ourselves to other people. So give me three that three famous phrase out there, give, give to yourself until your cup overflows and then give unto others of the overflow. And that's a much better direction to do it. Putting the oxygen mask on yourself first, then helping others. But we do everything the other direction. and We leave ourselves for last.
0: Why don't you give me three rituals that you have found between yourself or all the thousands of people that have read your book. And I'm sure you're getting some amazing feedback. I love, love your book.
1: Yeah, you know, one of the greatest. Now, I have to say that my whole life, I was too tough for this idea. But meditation, and there's a thousand ways to meditate meditation is one of the uh, greatest things that we can do. And it doesn't have to be in the lotus position and we don't have to hum, but, but meditation is simply finding some quiet moments where we can disengage all of the burdens of the day and we can just focus inward on breathing and on, you know, if you do it really well, you focus on this sense of nothingness. Now us guys, we're good at that. Ladies have a lot harder time. Engaging in nothing that's up in here, uh, but that's one of the greatest. And it can be really simple, and it doesn't have to be, you know, uh, you, know, wearing something funny and sitting out on a rock somewhere. So it, it, it can be very, very normal and, and, and comfortable for you. Another thing I think is really important is every single day you have to combat those negative thoughts that we have. And the world is continually putting negative thoughts about us into our heads. None of us are handsome enough. Well, you are, but the rest of us aren't handsome enough. None of us are in good enough shape. None of us measure up. Um, in truth, we are all just like we need to be. And we need to, uh, we need to spend some time uh, reading books, uh, listening to podcasts like this one. Um, you can go on YouTube, and there's, there's just a plethora of wonderful individuals who can tell you things to help get your mind right. So that's probably number two in my book. Uh, when I sit down to write, I think I told you, I have, this, I have this, this, this distant bromance that he doesn't know about with Les Brown. I love Les Brown, and I will sit down and listen to Les Brown before I put my fingers on the keyboard so that I know my best self is coming out. So that's, that's something I do. And then you know, the third thing I do is you need to find and create somewhere in, in your life a sacred place where you can just go and do these things where you can do and do other things. And, and for me, one is this hot, this office that we're in right now, but another one is my hot tub and I'll go and sit in my hot tub in the pitch of dark without any lights on, without any jets on and just sit in that hot water and, and listen to something, uh, look at the stars or read something. Now it might be something very, very, uh, inspiring, but it also might be a zombie novel because I love that genre. And I, I get really excited by people facing insurmountable odds. So those are three things that I would add in uh, for personally that I that I'm big on.
0: So what was your uh, your reason, your intention when you wrote this book? What 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 do you want people to to get the most out of this book? What what do you want them to say to themselves after they've finished reading this book?
1: You know, the book is really quite easy to read. I, I didn't want a masterclass on the physiology of burnout because we can talk about the autonomic nervous system and we can talk about organs that, that get exhausted and those that get deprived. of I didn't want any of that in there. What I wanted was a very simple but, but meaningful read, and you can do that in about 90 minutes to two hours. The exercises I put in at the end of the chapters, though, those took me two years to, to perform. They took me two years to get through. Because it's not just a matter of, of, of scheduling some downtime for yourself. It's much more. It's rediscovering what's, what brings passion into your life. Because I'm a big believer that everything I think, say, or do affects everybody I come in contact with. And so the better I can make myself as a human being, uh, the more I can, I, can, I can share with others and, 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 and maybe lift them a little. So that's what I'm hoping people can do too, is really find their genius, to find their passion. I think that everybody has seeds of, of greatness within it. Uh, I define that as destiny, but destiny to me is the way I've defined it, is the gifts, the ideas, the talents, the dreams, and the passions that were given to you and you only to perform something great for mankind. And when I say mankind, that might be one person and it might be a child. It might be your spouse, but it might be a whole bunch of people. And that's what I want people to do is they really get excited about finding that destiny and that genius and then living it so they can be passionate about their lives.
0: Well, why don't you share with us as we close one exercise, your favorite exercise in the book, take us through it so we all recognize that you're just not giving us information. You're actually giving us an opportunity to put ourselves through that information, through your exercises, because you have amazing exercises after each chapter, which I love, because I always feel like, I want readers not only to feel good about when they read and get inspired and motivated, I want them to transform, And when you do these exercises, you will transform. You will see that stress level lift up. You will see more clarity you will see how you yourself are the creator of this stress that is creating your uh, potential burnout. So one exercise, Dr. Jeff. One of the
1: things, this is probably, this is from the very first chapter. And it, it's, you may not think it's the most powerful thing, but each exercise, each chapter culminates to the next. And, and it's, it's, you know, it's kind of sly. I thought it was kind of sly. But by the time you get to the end of the book, you're really putting some amazing things down on paper. I'm big on, on uh, introspection and then making notes and writing your feelings out because, because spe- something special can happen when you do that. Very first chapter is learning to see the miracles that happen in your life every single day. And so I encourage people to buy, um, get a notebook, scrap a paper, any way you want to do it. I'm going to show you something. This is one that's right here on my desk. This is my personal. This is nothing more than an art book. But it's hard bound. And that tells my mind that what I put in here is important. And I sit down and every single day, I will write a minimum of three things that were positive about that day. Three things that I'm grateful for. And what I find is once I get going, sometimes I can't stop at three. But the research shows just just if you'll write three things you're grateful for every day for seven days, you will be happier. So just imagine if you can make this a habit and write more than three things that went well in your day that you're grateful for, how just that one thing, if they never read past chapter one, their lives will be different.
0: I love that exercise because I've been doing that exercise for a while, but when you when I read your book and I read that chapter and you put that exercise in there, the way you framed it was so powerful to me because it made me appreciate more how when you focus on your ex- on your miracles or the blessings in your life, you tend to attract more of them. And that's what happens to me, which automatically lowers that stress level and the cortisol levels in your body. So, uh, thank you, the Jeff Norman. And, uh, I know that you have a gift for everyone that's listening to this podcast, and I wanna thank you for that. And that is that you've given us the ability to download for free your book, Overcoming Burnout. So tell us, where do we go to download Overcoming Burnout for free?
1: If you go to, and thank you for that, I forgot all about it at this point. If you will go to my website, drjeffnorman.com, dr jeffnorman.com, you will get to the website, put in your email address, and it will send you the link to download the book. And the, the version that you get is not this printed version. You get a workbook version so that you can take notes as you're reading. If you print it, it's about 60 pages on eight and a half by 11. So it makes it makes it small enough to print and very, very useful for doing the exercises and getting through the program.
0: Well, if you're listening to this, if you've been inspired by Dr. Jeff Norman like I have, if you want to prevent burnout, if you want to overcome burnout, this is a book I encourage you to go right now, download it. It's a gift from Dr. Norman to you. Uh, But more importantly, for you to be able to do something with it and not necessarily keep talking about how your life is out of control, now you have a simple book with amazing exercises that will show you how you can gain control of this burnout situation in your life and most importantly, overcome it. So thank you, Dr. Jeff Norman. It's been a pleasure always having you on our podcast and congratulations on this amazing new book. Uh, As you know, I'm a big fan and I've recommended it to so many of my followers and my friends and especially my kids because I wanna make sure that the youth today, you know, does not get to the point of burning out at such a young age because they're putting so much pressure in themselves. And of course, as you know, they're dealing with the internet and other situations and social media that can be overwhelming at times, not just for adults, but also our children. So God bless you, I will see you soon and thanks everybody for tuning in. Thanks for joining us and I hope you act upon what you've learned. Please share this podcast with your friends. To receive additional tools to help you reach your potential, like us on Facebook at Dr. Fab Mancini.